welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to yet another episode of the Three Wise Guys podcast. What's up? What's up, everybody? Kind of working actually. But welcome, everybody. Um, this is uh, season two, episode two. And are we doing that? Wait, 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 wait. The um. When you're ready, okay, okay. I'm gonna, I'm setting you up. All right. D has a joke. <laughs> oh yeah, I got a joke for you, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, knock knock. Who's there? Oh God, who's there? Fake ass and fake tits. Fake ass and fake tits. Who? What do you like? <laughs> what? <laughs> What? What? Wait, am I dumb? I was waiting to. I was waiting to use this. That was. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Didn't really that deserve was, that. Wait, is, that was. That was the, it. That was it. Is that really the? It's the punchlines. Not who would you like or something? Yeah. No. What? Fake ass or fake tits? Answer the question, both of you. We're not dodging this. Fake ass and fake tits. Who? Which would you? Prefer like is that what you asked? Which, just which just you pick like? one. Just like one one which one? No, 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 yes. no, 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 no. Stop, stop, stop. Okay. This is your idea to say a joke at the beginning <laughs> of the fucking episode, <laughs> and you brought a terrible joke to the table. So we're gonna digest this. <laughs> this wasn't supposed to be a good joke. It was supposed to Listen, be. D, D was just trying to ask which you do you prefer, Aria, in a more elegant manner, you know. And and thank and you, Luke. <laughs> thank you, so fucking. Like, thank you so much. What? Let, let's not punish D for trying to be more creative. You know? yes. like that's, right. uh, right. We don't stand for that here. Ladies and gentlemen, that was a creativity fart if you've ever seen one. <laughs> <laughs> like, Aria, we can't be we can't be shutting D. This would like make him shut down creatively over like the next like four years. Uh-huh. Like, this would be directly your fault. I'm just I've saved you on that, to be honest. All right, yeah. Fucking hell, guys. Fake tits <laughs> or fake ass? Pick one. Fake tits. Push our tits. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm with you. All right. Back yeah. to and back think, to our regularly scheduled like, episode. Ass, ass is workable, right? Yeah. Like you can always make that. You know, you can do mm. that naturally, right? Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Kind of, kind of oh my gosh! Yeah. Thank you guys. Like, man, like some men of culture in this room right here. So, like, <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate obviously, that fully. To be honest, obviously, you know, with as long as the female in question has consent for us to work course. out her body. Exactly. Yeah. In, in yeah. this context, I'm sure they they desire this, and uh, we would both be very happy with the outcome. You know. Yeah, we would facilitate such. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I don't know. For, for for me personally, like I know, like you guys have seen like stunt like surgeries. You know what I mean? Like people who get like like what's the size above D? Like there's sizes above D, right? Like like tri- even like triple D and quad. There's, D, like, there's like sizes. Yeah, there's F. There's F. There's E. Yeah, but like yeah. even even above those, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like you you've seen those like plastic surgeries where like girls literally come out and it's like I'm sorry, but they could be in, like the thing too. Like it's, yeah, like yeah. it's it's I don't know. Like for some chicks, it's natural beauty. too. You know, you're just fat. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I don't know about like you know the context is I'm talking about, bro. Where it's like okay, yeah, their tits yeah. are now like yeah. half their body. It's true, like what true, are, true. what is going on here? Like, yeah, like can you that. walk? You know. Like that's my <laughs> primary question. To be honest, apparently they have back pains. Bam. Yes, I can imagine. So that that does yeah, because you have like sandbags on your chest, yeah. just dragging awesome you down shit. all day. It's like that that makes a lot of sense. 
Yeah, no, but good to know. Good to know where you guys stand on that. But uh, how are your weeks? How are your weeks, though? <laughs> good, good. Oh, you know, you, you got me thinking because it's like, why is yeah, female enhancement surgery a thing that's treated with so much like elegance and like acceptance and beauty? But it's like, is there a male enhancement? And I feel like I don't. Whoa. I know this might be controversial to say, but I don't think male enhancement would come in the form of like male sexual enhancement. I think it no. would be like we would get like taller. I feel like yeah. that would be the number one surgery. Like, yeah, I was literally height, about like, to make an Arya joke. And then there's there's that, and then there's steroids. Yeah. <laughs> ah, the okay. Yeah. Well, so like, men also have access to the same, like, like facial structure surgeries, too. Like, and a lot of them do it. Yeah. Like, that's, like, I guess, like, these days, is like, a super normal thing. I actually did see um, this. So, it was this experimental operation. For short guys, it showed up on my uh, short guy daily newsfeed. Of course, and, <laughs> yeah, you know. So I saw it there. I clicked on the link and it was like, "There's this surgery that's been uh, subscribe if you're below five one." Exactly. So it's like you know, uh, it's like Twitter. So the notifications, there's a character limit, <laughs> and that character limit corresponds directly to your height. So this surgery actually allows a doctor to go into a guy's leg, you know, break apart the bone and add dividers and separators and actually stretch out by a few inches um, your bone structure in your leg. Yeah. So it actually makes guys taller. It's really, really experimental. Like, this is the first of its kind. You know what I mean? Like, this is... <laughs> okay. Like, they're just trying to see if this thing even works, right? But apparently, there's, like, major, major long-term, like, incredibly negative side effects to doing this surgery. Like, y- you're not going to grow anymore, right? But it's, like, as your bones condense and compress through the years, apparently, it just, like, fucks up your joints. It's, like, <sighs> you might even, like, have difficulty walking in the future. It's It's... Uh. it's yeah, it's, um, you know, and I was thorough because, you know, I was interested, but, you know, that's kind of out of the question now. Wait, were you actually or are you just joking? I'm just kidding. Okay. Because I was going to, I was going to ask about details, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, this surgery costs like $100,000, too. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, yeah, it's probably, Jesus. probably fucking cost a shit ton. Not like, no, so, like $2,500 injections, like, you know. So, so it's not that they like in, induce some sort of artificial growth. They they just straight up no. like put yeah. like metal in your body essentially. It like is. simplified, yeah. but like yeah. They 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 add an extra item into your body to, you know, compensate for the height. Jeez, that is, wow. That is what that's that is. that's intense. But you know, boys, that's actually not what I wanted to talk about today. You know, no. that's that's not at all. And I sent you guys <laughs> a shocking about this earlier. Um, for those of you listening, you know, who, who, who haven't heard, there is this very, 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 very popular Reddit, uh, thread subreddit that has actually just blown over and just exploded over the past like couple nights. And it's called the anti-work movement. Um, I'm actually going to hold on a second. I'm going to look it up here and have it open. Yeah, why don't you give us like a little bit of an overview just because I think out of the three of us, you probably are most knowledgeable. Yeah. There's actually already a Wikipedia for it. Um, mm. So it, it wasn't like, dude, it was founded a long time ago. It was founded like 2013. Um, so it's been like eight years, you know, but it's just like it just blew up. Yeah. Why? To be honest, I, I don't know yet. 
Um, you know, when I, I feel like when I brought it up to D earlier, he mentioned something like like he equated it to um, the Great Resignation, and it's like that's a good parallel. You know, maybe there are some bits of that that have sparked this, but I don't know for like they're definitely not the same thing. But I don't know. Yeah, if, they're know, not. One of the two is related, but um, basically uh, the anti-work movement. And I'm looking it up right here. Uh, the anti-work ethic states that labor tends to cause unhappiness. Therefore, the quantity of labor ought to be lessened and or that work should not be enforced by economic or political means. That's what the basis of the anti-work. And this is like, you know, ancient definitions or whatever. I guess it's I guess it is a part of history or whatever. Um, it has ties back to like anarchism. Um, and like socialism and things like that. I think that's where it generally comes out of, um, or at least, you know, in the little bit of reading that I did. Um, I, yeah, like, I think it's like Marxism based. Mm. I think that's a fair assessment to make. Um, although, you know, correct me if I'm wrong and maybe I'm, I'm just like spitting this out there, but, yeah. um, yeah. So the, the, the thread itself is actually interesting because, it's just there's like when I was going through it, there was a lot of screenshots of people texting their bosses and basically like quitting after getting treated like shit. You know, like for example, there was this yeah. one um, post and it was like, you know, this person needed the the boss texted this person uh, and asked them to come in, and the guy was like, no, like I like I can't. I already told you I can't. Um, like today, and the guy's like. Like, you need to come in here, blah, blah, blah. Like, we agreed for this, blah, blah, blah. And you, you work for me, blah, 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 whatever it is. I don't know. And guys, like, as you know, um, my mom is in chemo. And, you know, like, I spent, like, this This is the day that I drive her to her therapy and I spend time with her, blah, blah, blah. And he basically said, my dad died two months ago and my grandma just died. Like, stop playing the victim. And the guy's like, I quit. And go fuck yourself. <laughs> so, yeah, like there's so you, that's why it's such an interesting thing, because, you know, there's a lot of negativity and there's a lot of anonymity, you know, towards employers here. And maybe it's um, anecdotal. Maybe it's circumstantial. Maybe it's whatever. Right. Maybe people like are going through it themselves. But, you know, like the things they're upset about, they're not invalid. You know, when no. they show it in examples, they're not invalid at all, right? Like, you show someone that's like, yeah, no, a boss should not treat you that way. So, mm-hmm. one thing I'm, I I wanted to kind of bring up shit, something just fell. Literally, oh, something just fell. <laughs> what I wanted to kind of talk about was, and I want to separate, I guess, the anti work like subreddit, you know, because that I feel like that could just be a function of, you know, trends. And maybe separate that from the actual, like, standard definition of the anti-work movement Mm -hmm. that I gave. And maybe then see how it kind of plays together. But, you know, I thought it was interesting. It's like, when I first saw it, I obviously, I was like, all right, well, you know, anti-work, like, a movement to not work, like, like, this doesn't make sense. This is stupid. This is silly. But then, see, yeah, like, you go through them and it's like, people actually have, like, genuine gripes with their employers. Do you guys think this is a valid, um, I guess, response or an appropriate response to getting mistreated at work? Do you think there's a better way to handle it? Do you think this movement as a whole has validity and needs to continue even? 
you know, like where where do you guys stand with this? Yeah, Luke, sorry, I, I thought he was going to go, go right it? in on this. Okay, okay, yeah, I can go. <laughs> Why did you think that? But wait, okay. so before wait, wait, D, before you I go in, going. maybe we should just we we should just all give our general understanding of the movement. Right, yeah, like, because okay. I think we have different levels of understanding. I would say I don't. I, I was just speaking for myself. I only did a, like a little bit of research today. Um, I am aware of the Great Resignation, but like I think this is a little bit separated from it. But it, from my understanding, it's more of the desire to essentially move work from a like a uh, machine powering capitalism to moving work towards doing things that serve humanity. Essentially, like I feel like mm. that's the root of this thing, like improving work. Um, in terms of just making jobs that actually add value to society and people's lives instead of just like uh, creating jobs to basically just make artificial value and income. Question. Yeah. Is it, this is your That's my understanding. That's my that's understanding, your understanding of, of the anti-work yeah. movement. Yeah. Okay. So the like, wait, 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 like can the, can D go first and then and then you probably hear response. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. I was just going to give the textbook definition, but yeah, D go. Okay. okay. Yeah, do do provide that after you. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, like, yeah, my understanding of this is the labor market is currently fucked and the anti-work movement is like an overcorrection to, like, make it more fair and equitable. Like, it's like we're at the extreme of the labor market and then someone's going to be like, yeah, we're not going to work. And then hopefully we can all meet in the middle kind of thing. So I just think the anti-work movement is like, you know, just... It is, we don't want to work at all, but I don't think like that's like the the main goal. I think the main goal is to correct the imbalance in like labor. So I just think it's a necessary evil. Oof, oh, there we go. To help get to where we need to go. So yeah, that's where so I'm at with There's it. a little bit of context that maybe I should provide for this as well, right? Because there's also a subreddit definition for the community, an idea of what they intend, all of this stuff. Like all of this is very I clear. So... The anti-work movement, by textbook definition, is literally like no work. The reduction yeah. of work. Just the the lack of work. The non-presence yeah. of work. That's what it yeah. is. right? Yeah. So it's not necessary. By textbook, it's not to build better you know, working conditions. No, these guys aren't saying lobby for your employers to do X, Y, and Z. These guys are saying quit your jobs. Yeah. Start a micro-business. You know, work for yourself and like don't and like, yeah, sure. Maybe that has some validity like the start. A lot of them do have like by, for example, like they're, they're saying these in the threads as well. Like one example of a, a micro business to someone was just like a dog walker three times a week. You know what I mean? <coughs> mm-hmm. So yeah. that's kind of like the threshold that we have, you know, like you, you have a pretty large spectrum of what that could be. But the community definition itself is a subreddit for those who want to end work are curious about ending work, want to get the most out of a work-free life, want more information on anti-work ideas, and want personal help with their own job slash work-related struggles. So that's the only time they refer to actual, like, I guess, like, um, constructive, like, work on conditions is, like, offering help with their own struggles that's like the only part of that that i saw that could be that but for the most part it is very much uh grab your pitchforks let's end work type of deal yeah. here yeah well yeah i'll think thanks for that image are you <laughs> with the pitchfork i'll delve in or dive in before niggas start villainizing people i'll say this i'll say first things first the way i feel about movements 
are consistent for the most part, okay? BLM, feminism, anti-work, I feel the same way, okay? These movements, <clears throat> they're going to make the changes you want them to make. They'll make changes here and there, but I don't think they're going to make the wholesale overall changes that the people intend that they will make. At least not directly. Indirectly, they might. You know, someone else that might make people aware and pick it up, which might be what they want to do indirectly, make those changes. But directly, I don't think so. So that's the first thing about in, in terms of they just want people to not work at all. I don't think the anti-work movement is going to directly achieve that, but indirectly it might, whichever, like the same way other movements do things, right? So that's one thing. Put that by the side. We don't give a fuck. <clears throat> Second thing is not working at all. You know what? I don't necessarily like, you know, believe in it. Like I don't necessarily, I, I don't think I necessarily want to participate in it, but I fuck with it. I like, I like the, I like the mindset, uh, like I said, like, I think it's, again, with all these movements, it's, it's, it's like, yeah, like I understand the point behind it. And I mentioned this when I was just giving my, I do think the labor market has shifted to an extreme, like a left extreme. Like, you know, like, I don't know the way our society is ordered right now. We need to, it's, it's very hierarchical. Like, you know, there's like six people at the bottom, four people on top of them two people on top of those six and one person on top of those two, right? So at the end of the day, <clears throat> there's always going to be like, you know, a lot of work being done at the bottom, less work being done at the top. And then basically, no, the like, you know, the topmost person doing, you know, the least work or at least the least menial, like, you know, physical, mentally tasking work, right? And, and I know like on that subreddit, they were like, uh, make that, uh, make not working for everybody. Like on, not only the rich, like basically everyone should not work. Like right now it's only the rich that don't work, but like, we're trying to make it for everybody. So in that sense, like I can understand that. Like I've always been the guy that, you know, is trying to retire at 30, trying to die at 60, <laughs> you know, just so I, I can work half of my life and not work the other half. Right. So like in my head, like, I feel like I've always resonated with the fact that, you know, I don't want to work more than I have to, or, you know what I mean? Like the goal is to work the least that I have to, if anything, right? Like you can think about this as like an optimization problem. It's like, you know, what's the, the uh, least amount of work you can do to like, to achieve the most amount of, like the best amount of results. And I think if we're being honest, that's human life right there, right? And and Luke is probably giving me like, you know, a couple dirty looks or a couple dirty thoughts. Cause I, have, no, no, I, <laughs> I, know, I was going to say something funny. I was like, this is a very elaborate way of saying he just I'm likes to no, uh, he well, just he just likes to finesse. Yeah, uh, no, I, like, I do yeah, like to finesse. You know yeah, no, no, yeah, I do. Got to finesse. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I love, I love to like things. I love to attempt to finesse. You know, other times it doesn't. You know, most likely it doesn't work out the way I want it to. And like I've had numerous work smart, work hard debates with Luke. And uh, to be honest, the answer to that is work both smart and hard. You need both. But all of this to say, I do think like human existence is to in a, in a way like. Like the holy grail of humans would be humans don't have to work anymore. We have other machines and other plants and other animals doing like the bulk of our work for us. All we do is, you know, put on some headset, go into the metaverse, play League of Legends or like play whatever games, come back, make some money and chill. You know what I mean? Like that would that would be, I don't know, in my opinion, maybe a little bit of like the optimal, the optimal lifestyle. So like I understand what they're optimizing for. I understand where they're trying to go. 
I understand the effect that this movement could have to get us there. Don't necessarily think this is the way to get us there, or I will say I don't think this is the approach I would take to get us there. So it's interesting, actually. <clears throat> this thread from October 2020 to today went from 180,000 like they're oh by the way the <laughs> they named themselves idlers this is like yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> i thought that was pretty funny um from 180,000 in October 2020 to 1.6 million like today okay i think the great resignation has something to do with that but yeah. like not also, like the main reason but yeah i also heard that like in this year or like uh, as of 2022 when they did the final roundup of uh, statistics for the year um, in the States, um, they had the lowest amount of new net jobs or like new net employment opportunities since before like COVID numbers or like, like, uh, like bought like even at the lowest of low when COVID was, um, they like, they're not doing better than that right now. Like, do you mean there's less jobs for people to have or less people are taking up jobs available? That, like, I didn't look into it. I think he's speaking to the new jobs created metric. New jobs created. So it's like net new, like people who are working this year who were not working last year. Ah, I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that that was interesting. I don't know if this had a part to play with great. Great resignation, though, usually... By the way, that number, I think um, there was this huge number of uh, resignations and quits. It's in this article right here. Um, But they mentioned that of all those numbers, the majority of them left to go somewhere that paid them better or gave them a better opportunity. Yeah. Okay. So that in itself kind of against what the anti-work movement is, right? Like that's not what they want. They want Wait. like no, they want end work. So I've, okay, I'm coming in here, which is, and I think the first and very most important thing to understand here, and this speaks to what D was talking about, is the most important thing to recognize here is that the a movement doesn't have one position or stance or understanding, right? So. Um, you say that, like, for example, you were looking at this anti-work subreddit. I also read the anti-work subreddit. I don't know if you read the what is anti-work under that subreddit, but under that subreddit it actually explicitly says anti-work is not the omission of work. It's the omission of work that does not have value, mm. essentially. Mm. This is why when they talk about when they come came up with the original Reddit, they wanted to make it slash anti-labor, but they don't stand by that. They believe in labor. They don't believe in work because work is associated with capitalism. But here's the most important part. My understanding is not even the correct understanding. Neither is yours, nor is D's. And when you talk about is anti-work valid, the the answer I have to that is certain views of the anti-work movement is valid in certain contexts. And that's I think that that's the precedence I want to kind of set before I even go and discuss any parts of this very complicated subject. There's not one understanding of this. Some people are viewing the anti-work subreddit and thinking, um, they're actually in that movement, which you just said would not be identified by anti-work. So those people leaving their jobs and going towards a, a job that they believe is more meaningful, some people would look w- in that position would say, I am pro-anti-work. And then other people would look at them and be like, you are not pro-anti-work. You are going against everything this movement stands for, 
right? And I think to both those people and their minds, they're valid. So I, I want to kind of start off with that, right? I, I was going to. Um, I don't know if I you guys think, had any comments. Yeah, I was going to. I think your 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 description at first was like an A plus answer. Like where yeah. your your answer to is it valid? And you're saying certain parts of it are valid in certain situations. <laughs> that was that was an A plus answer, sir. Yeah, by the yeah. way, so that's kind of cop out though because I, I mean, know that's but, but say, it like... is still the best answer. But keep going, <laughs> yeah. keep going. Anyway, anyway, um, so. The way I'm going to look at it is, and I want to set this very clear, the way I look at anti-work is trying to make jobs that actually have value to people. Um, so, like, man, like, there's a lot I want to talk about here. Um, but number one, I stand for the root of this movement, in, at least the root of my understanding of this movement, which is mm-hmm. people should work jobs that reflect the skills and are meaningful and have the appropriate amount of um, sort of like returns from both a monetary standpoint, but also from like a like a quality of life standpoint, right? Like I'll say this: like I've worked some really really shitty jobs in my life. I worked some really shitty jobs in my life which didn't have a heavy workload. I've worked really good jobs in my life, which I would identify, for example, my job currently is a good job that has a heavy workload. Um, and I don't I don't think the perceptions to any of these things can be right or wrong. So I think anti work fundamentally is good because the primary thing is doing is making people more aware of their jobs, right? Like I think it's Mm. the primary thing is people are understanding, you know, you don't actually have to stand for blatant discrimination because some of these like screenshots, they're, they're blatantly horrible workplaces that I think anyone should quit those workplaces because genuinely human beings shouldn't be treated like that. Right. And before the internet, before anti-work, they might not realize that they might think like, yo, this is like what work is. And I should keep doing this. I should build my career. And they're stuck at a horrible company forever, right? So I for sure stand for that, right? There's no, there's nothing wrong with that. But there's other examples where I would maybe question it. For example, there's a person who said um, when they were interviewing for a job, they, they, they were saying, hey, can I work this job at home? I promise that I will like be able to achieve the same standards that I achieve in a workplace and I'll be doing the exact same job at home. And then their office returned if I, we're absolutely okay with that, but if you do not hit the same standards as you do when you're in the office, we will take action and they will, this will come in the form of three strikes and then a mandatory hearing and then a firing. This person decided to quit that job. Do I think that's reasonable for me personally? I don't think it is. I think that you know the company did everything in their power to try and fit this person's specific position, and they rejected it. And other people would disagree with me, but for me, I don't think that's unreasonable, and I don't think I would stand by "quote unquote" anti-work, and I don't think that would fall within the parameters of anti-work. Um, so, I kind of wanted to come at this discussion primarily from the standpoint that, depending on the definition, this movement can be extremely pro or extremely opposite, and you have to look at really the specific scenarios within this. Um, like movement to really determine the overall view of it. Now, before I pass it on to you guys, the last thing I kind of want to push here and to kind of enforce my point is this idea of the law of averages. We've all heard about this, right? The the easiest way to break this down is if I put out a piece of content, three people will love it, three people will hate it, four people will be indifferent to it. And same thing with the anti-work movement. Your definition, three people will probably really love it, three people will probably really hate it and the four people will not give a fuck. And I think it's the same thing for anti-work, you know, um, different people think about anti-work in different ways. And also depending on your position, different people react to it in different ways. Um, so I guess that's my whole spiel, but I, before you guys go in, I did have a different view about this to kind of explain why this happened. But after you guys uh, go in on your specific take. 
All right, you can go. Or me? Okay. I was going to be like, <clears throat> I was going to bring up something, happiness. And, yeah. and, and I'm, I'm trying to relate happiness to value of work. And, and I think it's very important uh, just because, you know, where I like, I think, I don't know, I don't know if this was a personal conversation or this was something like we discussed uh, on the podcast, but I remember I was saying, oh, 2022, I want to level up possibly get like a different job or whatever, like move to a new role. And I feel like now that I'm thinking like more deeply about that, that had like more little to do with the job I'm actually like doing and more to do with the value that I believe that work is adding to me or to the world or mm. at least the happiness that I'm deriving from it. And I just think like the only reason why I'm changing that job is because those two parameters don't match, right? In terms of the labor like I'm giving out or the work I'm doing versus whatever value I believe it's providing to me and to the world, whatever, in that sense. And I feel like that's where the bottom of this is coming from. Like I appreciate that distinction that you were trying to make between Oh, like labor and work and like, just like idle work versus like, you know, like actually work with purpose. And, and, and this will touch on something that I actually feel very strongly about and didn't know related. It's, it's keeping busy. I hate people that keep busy. Like I hate, like, I don't know, not hate is a strong word, but I strongly dislike people. No, you that, do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I do, do hate them. You know, I hate people that are just like, yo, like I'm doing this and I'm doing that and I'm doing this. I'm like, bro, like what the fuck? Why are you doing all of that? This is, this all amounts to nothing. Like, I don't know. This is usually sometimes is my like, you know, opinion of what people are doing, but like, you know what I mean? Like, I just like that kind of, I, I hope I'm painting like a picture, like people that are just always seemingly busy, but never doing anything. And I feel like that's kind of, where this movement is coming from. And I, and I feel like a lot of the jobs that we do nowadays are seemingly busy, but don't amount to like really anything. And like, I'm, I'm looking at something and there's like, obviously like the philosophical, like, uh, like you said, this all started, like Arya said, this started from anarchism. Like I wouldn't say I'm an anarchist, but like I, I, I strongly uh, hold some of their views. Like I strongly believe in some of the views, not all obviously. Right. And, and like the, 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 the view that they're bringing in as far as I understand is like, yeah, fulfillment. Like, you know, like working is just a way to, you know, it's like a form of control. Like everybody go nine to five, you know, 30, 40 hours a week. Like as long as like we keep you occupied for 40 hours a week, guess what? You're going to be tired. Uh, it's 20 hours out of that and you're not going to be thinking or doing anything destructive. You know what I mean? Like in that sense. And I think that's where it's coming from. So like, again, finally, summarize this i'm just like yeah I'm, I'm for this movement at least in the context of not just doing work to do work not just doing work to be, keep busy mm -hmm. not just doing work to keep you occupied and prevent you from thinking but actually doing work that fulfills and that like you know you actually feel like is valuable and and i i think you know we even we try to relate this to the great resignation and shit and like people like moving jobs like and i was just trying to say me moving jobs i feel like is you know a way of expressing that anti-work sentiment without not like you know quitting work and i really if i could i really would i'm not a trust fund baby you know we all wish we were i'm not <laughs> but if i would i if i could i would but because of security and because of like life like i'm just i just can't like that's not an option for me and i'm sure like for the people if that it was an option for it is an option for they're just like fuck that i'm not gonna do so yeah my last two cents on that anyway 
No, this is this is great. Like, <clears throat> I think part of with this movie, and honestly, like a lot of other ones, and like you said, D, like the labor market, or I guess the labor force, right? It, the labor industry is is yeah, it is very much like it's become an extreme. You know, it's like very left extreme. So it's like a lot mm-hmm. of these similar movements and things like that. They tend to use shock value. You know, to mm. kind of spark a discussion and get things going, yeah. even when they yeah. don't mean mm-hmm. what it says. You know, like mm. for example, I think we saw a little bit of this with like defund the police. We saw mm. this like abolish like X Y Z. There's so many hashtags abolish this, abolish that. <laughs> it's like, you know, the the main like argument like against or I guess one of the most publicized arguments against that is. You want to abolish it? What are you crazy? Like, <laughs> what do you, you, know, you like? You yeah. want to end this? You want to like take cops out of the street? Blah blah blah. You want to end jobs and like ruin it? And you know, ultimately, you know, through what we've discussed, obviously reading into it a little bit more, you know, that's not necessarily what it is. The end goal. First of all, I, it's not possible. Just put it out there. Um, like, yeah, if it, you know, maybe there is a very slim, slim probability that it does happen, but you know, you know what they want to do and they have to stick to that because that's the only way that you can't back down from what you say. And it causes people like us to come out here and use our platform and talk about it and actually yeah. like highlight the discussion that they wanted to have in the first place, therefore yep. doing exactly what the movement was supposed to do. Um, so it's interesting. It was very interesting reading into this because at first it was a shock. I was like, anti-work. Six million idlers? What? Yeah. And you know, some of their answers on their frequently asked questions is kind of cheeky too. You know, it's like, uh, you guys are just lazy, right? Some of us are lazy. Sure. What's wrong with that? Yeah. There's Man. another question. Are you anarchist slash are you communist? Some of us are. That's what it says. And it's like, okay. You take that any which way you want, right? But, you know, they're very, I guess, um, what's the word? It's um, marketable, tongue-in-cheek. Unapologetic. Uh, that break that down. I mean, you don't really have... I mean, that statement had no position, so what are you apologizing for? No, unapologetic is just, you know, being very, like, fiercely invested in your own beliefs and, like, just putting uh, that out there without shame. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, just not right saying, like, like, sometimes, like, I know exactly what you're saying, and let me try and give an example. Like, sometimes when I talk, even though, like, I'm pretty sure on what I'm saying, I'm just like, I don't want to sound like a dick, so I'll be like, you know, maybe yeah. that might be the way to do it, even though I know that is the way to do it, but, like, yeah. if I wanted to be unapologetic, like, I just say, like, yo, this is the way to fucking do it, as opposed to be like, exactly. you know, you could do it this way, or you could do it that way, but I'd recommend that you do it this way, you know, like, you know, instead of being, like, yeah. a little baby about it I, which, which i think is you need like yeah. you need to be unapologetic with like especially controversial yeah. like this is a controversial yeah. movement you know what i mean like yeah. it is getting controversy you yeah. know no matter you know how we talk about it it doesn't matter like people are being controversial about this so that's why i said that. but to, hey man yeah. like to be honest i don't want to con- like like criticize the nuance of like the position of this or like criticize the movement because I feel like just like there's many ways to find things to praise about this movement. There's many ways to find criticism for the movement. It's just unproductive. But I do want to kind of provide a little bit of a context and thinking um, that I was doing when I was thinking about this um, movement that I thought was really interesting. And I guess the position I want to bring in here is this movement is the perfect depiction of 
what happens in the world is a reflection of the society as a whole. Because, for example, as you said, this movement, this Reddit page has been out for a while, right? In 2013, I believe you said. Mm -hmm. Um, And the origins of this Reddit page actually was just a way for people to complain about their shitty bosses, essentially, right? And you might ask, why did this happen? And I was thinking about this and I actually wanted to make this a topic, but I didn't have a way to connect it months ago, which was the fact that I don't know if you guys noticed this, but companies now are spending so much money on PR. And if you were to look at the yearly US company spending on PR over the years, it has taken an astronomical increase in the 2010s. And it's not even comparable. Companies are spending so much more money on PR. And you know the reason why? It's because it's become a point in society where it's more important to focus on what the external environment thinks about you than the internal. What companies used to do is when there was a problem internally, they would do everything they could to shut it down and not let it go out. But what they would also do is launch an investigation. They would launch an audit and then they would try to fix that problem. They would try to fix that problem internally so it doesn't come up again and create a PR disaster. What companies are doing now instead of what was the problem internally again? Let's figure it out. Let's make sure this doesn't happen again. Instead, it's like, let's hire this big company. Let's have it take this message, spin it, because it's actually easier than just fixing our overall workflow. And let's spam the web. Let's launch a shit ton of backlinks. Let's have all the top trafficking sites have this specific message we're pushing so that, that the actual reality of the situation is no longer being intaken. And it's like, you know what I mean? It's just there's a direct parallel between this and like what's happening on social media platforms and everything else. And I don't, maybe I'm talking out of my ass, but like, no, I was really no, thinking not. about that. You know what I mean? And I feel like there's so many scenarios where even like where like one of my friends, you know, are dealing with struggles internally and they talk to me about like their conversations with their boss. A lot of times their boss will slide things and they're like, hey, let's not let this get out there yet. You know what I mean? Like, let's, let's, let's like continue this discussion. Let's not like make any rash decisions and let this get out there. And they really care about that pact. You know what I mean? Instead of just solving the situation, it's like, you dude, your employees in front of you and you're telling your employee instead of like, yo, I'm focusing on this problem. You're telling them like, let's not let's post sure this on social media until we finish this. So I don't know, like, this is a thought I had in regards to why this movement is getting so much traction today. And I think it's a direct response to what companies are doing when these incidents happen. And I don't know. I just thought that was kind of interesting. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, I'm going to jump in here. Oh, uh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Cause I, I work for a little bit of a big corporate now, like over 2000 employees and you know, like, you know, some shit, some shit's going on. Like, I won't say it's anything too wild, but like it's similar. It's like, not like they don't care about, like us, like they're like, yo, like y'all niggas need money. Okay. <laughs> y'all are going to be here. <laughs> Let's make sure we still sound like we're thought leaders to everyone outside. <laughs> that's, that's really, that's, that's really where they're at with it. They're like, yo, like, let's make, and, and, and the whole social media thing, like, I love how you gave us the social media example there. That is it. It's like, yo, I received like an email from like work every other day. It's like, yo, could you guys please repost this on your social media channels? And like, I always make j- the, the, the jokes that like my work is, like, I never use LinkedIn. Wait, but, like, really? my work is taking over my LinkedIn. I'm, I promise you. Yeah, yeah. I get emails like almost on at least once a week. No exaggeration. Right now? 
Like you I know, did you see know. you oh, repost yeah, on LinkedIn, D. I was, I was like, I you love your company yes. this much? I don't funny. love I don't my company this much. Much. This this like, this much. This is like, no, I'm glad. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, but like, I'm yeah, awesome shit. On LinkedIn. <laughs> Oh, you oh, don't, lying, man. Like, if you if you if if you open my LinkedIn, you'll see I've been. Oh, I am okay. If you open my LinkedIn, yeah. like you'll see, like I've been pretty, I've been pretty active there. But like, that's just an example, right? But just all to say, like, at least I can see they're like, yeah, you guys, you guys be all right, you know. It's fucking y'all just need shit, and like at the end of the day, you are relatively replaceable, which is like you also find that out when you're in the like you know big corporate machine. And they're just like, yeah, but before we replace you, and this will factor in whether we replace you. Yeah, like make sure everyone outside thinks like we're cool and shit. So, yeah, I definitely see that in my little experience. Man, can you guys hear me like on time? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Wasn't lagging for me, but yeah. Man, like, yeah, I feel that. Like, I don't know. Like, actually, D, funny enough, you say that. I, I'm not saying, like, where I work for, you know, like, what's been happening, none of that. Very, But, you know, like, at almost every job that you have, you know, there's going to be some level of adversity, I guess. Um, but some of it, you know, you, makes you, like, question. And you're like, oh, you, you really see what people be talking about in terms of, like, you know, they want transparency at work. They want to be listened to, all of that. And, like, you get that, but... You know, there's certain situations sometimes that arise and certain situations have different impacts, you know, like some more serious, some more other. So it's like you can honestly offer. And right now, I'm like, I guess I'm getting into a conversation about like, you know, like workplace consistently and like what I think is like good and what I think is bad. But we can all bring this back. But I really do think that certain situations can trump like a consistent show of effort and you know positive um like goodwill from a company you know it's like Mm -hmm. if they've been good the whole year you know like oh they gave you like xyz benefits they did this they did that they generally listen to you you know but then you know when a pay dispute happens and you really feel like hurt and betrayed by that like that can like you can like there's employees who will quit off of that that's enough for some people, you know, to just forget about everything. So it's like, although, and I, like the reason why I mentioned this, because I'm bringing it a little bit back to how I introduced this, because, you know, when you go onto the post for the anti-work movement, I mentioned that like all the posts that you see, like some of them could be anecdotal, right? It's like, yeah, they could be. They could be completely anecdotal and like no one, that didn't happen to anyone else or, you know, like their track record otherwise was clean, blah, blah, blah. But, I guess the fact of the matter is that, you know, the situation that someone's sharing is important to them. You know, like that dude with the with the mother in chemo. You know what I mean? Like that, you know, like, yeah, anecdotal. But it's like, holy shit, I don't care how you treated me throughout the rest of the year. If you say that to me, like, I'm out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, it was. It, I guess it's just a lot of different experiences coming together and finding some common ground. There is definitely gold in this. I don't know if, like... I have to look into it more. I don't know if I'm like 100% on board with the whole thing, but like you guys, I think with the base of it and, and where it's coming from, um, there is value and there is definitely a, a conversation to be had about how we get treated at work. Like, I feel like a lot of like a lot of people like don't look at... like like First of all, a lot of this example and this 
like ideology is geared towards, I guess, more entry level jobs. You know, people working, you know, for sure, minimum wage to to like just above minimum wage. Like that's where this general sentiment is coming from. And I get it. Yeah, like honestly, those employees get treated like shit. They do. For the most part, or I don't know what the numbers are, but you know, like they do get treated like shit. I guess in a. I was gonna say that's like majority of the workforce, though. Like fifty yeah. to sixty percent are entry level or just above entry level. I don't know, but yeah, I was gonna say like speaking of how we treat people, friends, siblings, close acquaintances. Oh God. <laughs> what? You called me out for my transition last time. Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah. this is what you follow up with. This is your. This is what you follow up. It was with. going smooth until you fucking had to react, man. Okay, <laughs> all right. What is with all of us in this? In these groups of, you know, I would say that are just closer than regular friends. And not being comfortable with people within this group interacting with our family members sexually. So okay. let me let me let me just make this easier and less less confusing for everyone. That was, my not, that was very clear, D. That was very no, I mean, clear. I, well, I wanna say <laughs> vulgar now. Okay, fuck that. I wanna say it vulgar and use some cuss words, please. Go right on the fuck ahead. <laughs> You're my best friend. Why can't I fuck your aunt or your sister? Okay, oh, like why? why do you have to go like, with the aunt? Why do you have to use the aunt example? <laughs> like you just really just, like, you just wanted to say that. You don't have aunts. a sister. Okay, so I, I needed to make it relatable to you. Now I'm talking about aunts, huh? Okay. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with aunts. Yeah, no, and, man, she talking about. Okay, listen. Like, <laughs> He's like, like ah, this is what I want to address. For, for yeah. me, it's very simple. For me, it's very simple. Okay, and. I'm going to be quick with this because we don't really have a lot of time. But with me, like, if you're a really close friend of mine, right, you're like family to me. Therefore, your family is like family to me. That's the way I look at it. You know, incest was a thing for like most of like human. I don't really don't like the times, bro. I like I like that. Yeah, everything just blew up when I said that. Bro, call me call me like call me like a modernist or like like spoiled, but. If it was up to me to continue the human race and I had to commit that act, the human race is ending. Fully. Like, I I hope you understand. Like, the human race is fully ending. All right, this conversation left. I reserve the the ending of the human race to be able to say I can fuck whoever I want. Yeah, right, like, that's it. That's, that's it. You know, Aria has brain, no siblings, brain, people. So, just, yeah, I don't have any siblings, right? So, this doesn't really relate to. But I have fucking. Aunt. Okay, first of all, I'm, I'm gonna just ask you, D. Like, do you feel like this general uncomfort that people feel towards this topic is unfounded? Like, do you think that's ridiculous? If so, why do you feel that way? Yeah, I do think it's a little bit ridiculous. I'll say that. And and I'll okay. say, I say I do think, and this is from my personal experience, it's because I've experienced both. Like, I've messed with, uh, f- hmm. okay, I don't know if I've messed with a friend's family member. I'm trying to think. I think I have. I most likely have. But a friend, a friend how, how has messed with- How are you able to remember that? 
like like I had I had a very clear situation in my head, and then I was like, "Fuck, I don't know if they're a brother or sister." This guy's and Johnny then, Sins 2.0, bro. Shut the fuck up. Just just leave that alone. Just leave that alone. You fucking porn star Rolodex. Okay, but, um, but, but do you, like, okay. I wanted I to say it's like- happened to me both ways. Someone has been like a friend of mine has been with my sister, and I've been with a friend of mine's sister, I believe. Or okay. and I'm just use, I'm using me as an example. This did not necessarily happen to me. I just want to put that out there. Sure, but and like- I'm gonna make very clear: you're a very unique individual, and your experiences definitely do not reflect the rest of humanity. <laughs> I'll be very clear in saying that. But my next question for you, D, is removing the family context away. Do you believe that, for example, being physically intimate with a coworker is more awkward in general than being physically intimate with a random stranger at the bar? No. Like for the few, the rest of, for the, the, in terms of the implications for the rest of your life, not in terms of that specific interaction. No. You don't feel like being physically intimate with your coworker that you might see every day is a little bit more awkward than being physically intimate with a stranger that you would ever see again? To me personally? Okay, okay. I think no, no, no. Uh, answer no. Answer the question candidly. Like no, no, no. Like yeah, like yeah, we could both yeah. be cool as long as like she's and, cool. Like yeah. And I will I, say that is exactly why you have your perception. <laughs> fair, fair. Yeah. Because I don't think us most people listening to this would have your same perspective. To be honest. No. Actually, like I don't know. Like situation, situation to situation. Like the act of like seeing that person or sleeping with that person. I don't think necessarily has to be more awkward. But like, even if it is a smaller awkward, it could be like a more consistent awkward because you do see them every day. Yeah, and and, and like, I want to be very not, clear. Like, super cringe, but. Like you'll think about it more, maybe. Yeah, it doesn't even have to be cringe, but you you would just think about it. Yeah, but like I wanted to, I want to be clear on two things. First thing is like I just meant like hook up, like and for the sake of this argument, I want to say once, not necessarily continue a relationship or be in a relationship with them. And then the second thing about thinking about it, man, like I feel like as men, like there's an expiration date, like like in terms of. Me constantly wanting to have sex with you every time I see you, like that, that has an expiration date. <laughs> like, like, let's be honest. <laughs> like, like, yeah, okay. like, kind of weird. So, like, in that sense, like, as long as like men are willing to deal with whatever awkward or oh, I want to fuck you every time I see you, like feelings, like over it for like the two weeks that they have them, like you'll be fine. Like my opinion, right? So I don't know. Just wanted to put that out there. My friend, I wish I had your brain because I think some of my prior relationships would have worked out a lot better, to be honest with you. <laughs> that's that's all I'm getting from this specific conversation, to be honest. Like, I am not getting anything away from interactions with people's like family members. I'm just like, you might need to talk to D more often in, in regards to your relationship. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so you guys asked the question. You guys would definitely have a problem with... Uh, a friend no, no, no. being uh, with your sister. I wouldn't have a problem, but clarify. it would be more I'm awkward. Gonna clarify. I'm going to clarify. I don't have a problem with other people doing this. Right? Like, if I had a family member... You don't have a sibling, so you don't count. I, well, like... <laughs> I, All right. like are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? What if I dated I'm, your mom? 
What's she what's, what's your, what's your, your mom single right now? What if I did? What's the, what's the, what's to say she even wants you? All right, first of all, that's shut up. Well, for sure, you know fully, she wants him. Fully, just you, you, fully. Fully, I understand that. I'm sorry, I crossed the line. I crossed the line. No, Arya, fully, I'm word agreement. Fully, word agreement. We're not going down. We're not going down this rabbit hole because these specific questions. I know you said aren't right, but like in the message he sent us, it was sibling. Okay. okay, it was sibling. All right. Okay. Yeah. Fair you, enough. You know me. I have a lot of. I have. I have a lot of friends that I would conclu- like. I would consider very, very close. Right. Very, okay. very close. Right. And hell, I'll be damned if I didn't pimp them out too. You know what I mean? Like I like. There's people around me that I would consider close enough to be family. And like, yo, like they, they, my, like you know, like my boys. With, they, with they, your family member though. Like, but like, here's I the thing, okay? You like, say like, people are like family. D, I, I similar to D. I don't have a like. I don't really care what you do. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. like honestly, like you, like you, you, you're my sibling or whatever, or you know, you're my best friend or your your ex wife. I'm speaking to my experience, right? Like I can't yeah. answer this question you want me the way you want me to because I don't have siblings, right? So let's just get that out of the way. But the For way sure. that I like in the in the capacity that I can answer it, right? It's like. I don't really care what you do with your life. Like I want obviously the best for you. But me, there's a mental barrier for me, you know, where I can't do that because it's like I would also consider the person that's this close to me or like my best friend or whatever, I would also consider them family. So like all I'm me, saying is barrier. you like, all what kind you, of fucking mental barrier what's wrong with you, man? Like, anyways, you, you no, mean, I see what you're saying, you? Ari. You're the no, 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 I'm not listening to me. This guy's the type of guy to be like, incest used to be okay. Why can't we do it again? I'm not listening to this guy right now. This is gonna be what cancels our podcast in 20 years after we've actually built it up, bro. Like this one <laughs> clip from 2022, bro. <laughs> oh my. All right, Luke, you go. Tell me what your issue is. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> saying my issue. All I'm saying is Ariel will for sure have an issue if he has to call me dad, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you, you are doing everything in your power to stop that, including murder at that point. <laughs> well, we'll see about that. You know, it's like, you open your wallet to me, I'll call you whatever you want. Do you know what it is, man? Like, we're so backward in society, and I'm about to go philosophical on y'all niggas. Okay. We got to wrap up soon, but yes. Yeah, like, it's going to be like 30 seconds of philosophy, man. Like, why why can't you, Arya, look at it? Like, my best friend is becoming my dad. Like, I'm literally taking <laughs> over. <laughs> okay. So that's, thank you so much, everyone, for listening to this episode. I'm done. I don't even want to do community highlights anymore. <laughs> um, you know, actually, no. he is excluded no. from community highlights this week. <laughs> 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 this is an exclusionary measure. It would be monumental to have your dad as your what best you, friend. Like, what do you, have something, you guys have something to recommend that's edible? You know, <laughs> just start there. What you guys got to eat? <laughs> Luke, tell me you wouldn't be the coolest dad ever. 
<laughs> I am not even saying if I'm in support or against this. Like I'm not All saying. Right. You know, we we've had enough of this. We've had enough of this. Oh, we've had enough of this, boys. All right, it's the end of the episode. I appreciate your contribution this week. D. It's been <laughs> invaluable. Um, <laughs> Who's supposed to be about siblings? <laughs> Who's supposed to be about just siblings? Y'all brought my mother into this. <laughs> we love you. I know you do. I love you too. Um, but what do you got for uh, me to eat or us to eat? Anything? Anyone eat anything interesting this week? Ooh. Uh, <laughs> Jamaican spot, uh, Roy Woods oh, yeah? on City Place. It was okay. It was good. It was yeah, good. I've been there before. It, it, it's good. It's like a it's yeah. like a nice like finger looking spot. Have you been to Jerk King? No, that's the one in uh, Kensington, that's, right? No? Uh, it's close to Kensington. It's pretty much at Dundas and University. It's in a little like um, indoor like m- like mall plaza type area. There's like a okay. Popeyes and everything else like that. Um, yeah. but yeah, it's pretty much at that corner right there. Yeah, um, I think yeah, I think I know cool. exactly the corner that you're talking about. You have to cross the yeah. street to go to Kensington, right? Like, yeah, right I think there. they have another location like far down Bloor as well. But that I that'll be my recommendation. Then I'll I'll piggyback on D and I'll I'll recommend uh, Jerkin because that place is actually fucking dope. There we go. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Luke, anything? Um, I don't. I haven't been eating out to be honest. All right. Yeah, I have, which is against me, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> All right, boys, what do you got to read? Anyone got any? Anyone been reading anything? Uh, no. No, but I'm starting to read, so I should have some recommendations in the coming months. Sounds good. We also need to plan our next book club episode. That's that's one thing on the dock. Um, mm. Boys, what you got to watch? Um, I'm going to give the shout out for both me and Aria. Um, Watch this Netflix movie called um, Don't Look Up. Um, I'll say this, like, whatever, like, you'll take from the movie, I think it's an entertaining movie. I was, it was very late. I was extremely lit and I still made it through the entire movie. So Mm. that has to say something. (laughs) Another recommendation I would give is... I need to find the specific documentary I was watching here, but um, it's basically about this dude who got really mad at his local small town in the U.S. And in 2004, this man (laughs) decided to essentially just take a tractor and turn it into a tank. He was an engineer and... He just like went on a rampage in the town. He destroyed like half the town with this tractor that he turned into a tank. Um, but I have to find the name for it. I think it's oh fuck. Here, go go on next. But when I find right. the name, I'll while leave it. while you do that, I just want to quickly say I you know I liked um, the movie the you know don't look up. I I thought it was entertaining. Uh, there was a lot of you know celebrities in there i think they did put most of the budget towards the salaries and not as much into the writing but um it was interesting it, I, I don't i wouldn't say it was my favorite movie but it was definitely an interesting watch i was mistaken earlier when i thought it was more of a pandemic uh, more of a commentary on the pandemic it's actually more of a commentary on climate change so definitely go check it out um yeah yeah, yeah I, I've seen it, and i like the documentary it. is called tread tread, oh, tread. awesome okay uh boys we got to listen to you 
Wait, I had something to watch. Oh, Fuck you had something? Guys. All right, all right. Arya has a vendetta against you after no, the party. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to meet the one hour so. mark here. We have, we have 50 seconds to go. D, what do you well, got? Okay. Tell me. But, oh, yeah. I was going to say, like, Really Love. Like, that's the name. It's like a Netflix. Like, it's supposed to be like a rom-com, but, like, it's not a comedy. It's more, like, real realism. And I felt personally attacked by it a little bit as a man. And I think all men should watch it too. So you can feel personally attacked as well. Okay. Beautiful. Um, all right, boys, what do you got to listen to? All right. I'm going to go real quick. Um, I've been meditating on the fucking Nas album magic. That's how much I've been loving it. Like meditating means nonstop every day for the past like week and a half and Hollywood gangster, Y'all, like, you guys need to go study that, like, like a book. All right. Audience, Hollywood Gangster and Nas. Go check that out. Yeah, baby. Nice. Luke, what you got? <clears throat> I'm going to give a shout out to Don FM by The Weeknd, specifically. Um, I really liked um, Out of Time, as well as, um, what's this other song? Is There Someone to, uh, Is There Someone Else? Um, so those are the two songs, specifically. And then I realized I don't think I've ever given a shout out to my this song, but this is a song that I really like. Um, it's called Call Out to My Name by Woogie, who's like a Korean artist. Um, I've randomly listened to one of my older playlists, and I think this is a song that I even put like Aria onto, but it's a song I don't think I've shouted out. So I want to shout out that song. Awesome. I have one what more. Is your, what sorry. is your epiphany? Yes. 85 to Africa. Jadena. Yes. That oh, is a beautiful, album. beautiful body of work. Jadena, I don't know if you guys ever heard about him. Uh, out of that album, specifically Zodi featuring Mr. Easy. Check that out. 85 to Africa, Jadena. Amazing. I only have a few songs to recommend. Uh, first one's Weizen Key. Weizen Key? Weizen Key? I don't know. Whatever, however you, you pronounce that. Um, I discovered his music like a few years ago. Actually, when I first got my first car, which was awesome. Um, but Bridging the Gap is a new release by him. He's just like really wavy dude. Um, he has like a really nice voice. He, he makes it work well. He doesn't release too often. So that's why I was uh, going to recommend that. Then I also have to... This is an oldie. Not an oldie oldie, but like... I like I, there's I saw this song like years ago and then I forgot about it and then it showed up again in my feed, um, and that's uh, Ray Charles by Third World Dawn. So the song name is Ray Charles. The artist is Third World Dawn, and he's just basically like some like Southern USA like like gangster rapper. He's like crazy. He's like greedy voice. Like it's dope. Um, and then finally, uh, Chicago Bay. Um, by Rick Wilson, Terrace Martin, and uh, BJ the Chicago Kid. Definitely go check that out. All right, boys, thank you, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Three Wise Guys podcast. It's been real. It's been your boy Aria. I'm here with Luke, and I'm here with the Lockbow. Stay away and from your friends, family, if you want. <laughs> Don't fuck them. <laughs> is what I mean. <laughs> Until next time, one love. What love.